0: About your secret job? There was so much to catch Parm up on, but just as Gladys opened her mouth to respond, a bell rang, and the doors to the middle school burst open. I'll tell you everything later, Gladys promised, as they got swept up among the kids pushing into the building. The first stop for orientation was the auditorium, which was just opposite the school's front door. Gladys barely had time to look around the crowded lobby before being herded inside by a man she assumed was a teacher. All of the adults were wearing matching blue t shirts that had a picture of what looked like a comet on them, and the words Dumpsford Township Middle School, where everyone's a star. I sure hope the science teachers at least know the difference between a comet and a star, Parm muttered or else we're in for a pretty mediocre educational experience. They took two seats, and soon a woman dressed in the Shooting Comet t-shirt walked onto the stage. "'Welcome to DTMS, seventh graders,' she cried. "'My name is Dr. Sloan, and I'm going to be the principal for your next two years here.' Dr. Sloan went on to explain how the students' schedules would work. eight 48-minute class periods in a day, plus homeroom. Gladys glanced around the vast auditorium. She spotted another friend, Charissa Bentley, sitting up near the stage with Rolanda Royce and Marty Aston. She also saw a few kids she knew from last year and from camp scattered around. But there were many more new faces- and Gladys wasn't sure how she felt about that. After all, it had taken six years of elementary school just to get used to the old ones. Once Dr. Sloan finished explaining the absolute necessity of getting a hall pass before going to the bathroom, she cleared her throat. "'And finally,' she said, "'I have an announcement to make about after-school activities.'" Because of budget cuts, DTMS doesn't have as much funding this year for extracurriculars as we've had in years past. There will still be a variety of clubs and teams offered, but if groups want to take field trips or purchase new equipment, they'll have to raise the funds to do so on their own. Oh no, Parm murmured. Gladys turned to her friend. What? What? The budget cuts didn't sound like such a big deal to her, but she wasn't planning to join any clubs anyway. She figured that her job at the Standard was after-school activity enough. Parm, though, looked distraught. Every spring, the girls' soccer team goes to the big regional tournament in Pennsylvania, she whispered. I've been looking forward to it ever since I started Pee-Wee soccer, she frowned. Then again, I might not even make the team. Of course you will. Gladys didn't know the first thing about soccer, but she did know that Parm practiced harder than anyone else. And Dr. Sloan didn't say you can't go. She just said you'd have to raise some extra money. All the money, Parm corrected her. Do you know how much money it takes to send a team of 18 girls away for two nights? Gladys guessed that it was probably a lot. Parm and Gladys weren't the only ones discussing this latest announcement. The entire auditorium was buzzing. Dr. Sloan had to tap the microphone to regain everyone's attention. There are tryout and sign up sheets posted on the bulletin board outside the cafeteria for those of you who want to get a jump on your extracurriculars. More importantly, though, you'll be able to pick up your class schedules outside these doors here, as well as your locker assignments. Please use the remaining hour to tour the school and look for your classrooms. You can also test out your lockers and place your new locks on them. Teachers will be stationed in every hallway to help you out. Enjoy yourselves, and we'll meet again on the first day of school. Out in the lobby, teachers were manning tables with boxes of schedules organized by last name. Gladys went to the G station, and Parm to the S. When they met up again to compare, Charissa bounded over, her high brown ponytail bobbing behind her. Hey, Gladys, she said brightly.